0: you are listening to the manfulness podcast i'm your host hamish kramer my mission here is to help create a more mindful man a man that can express himself can explore a deeper level of himself become more balanced become more conscious and just create a better version of masculinity i want to help the everyday man explore ideas of personal growth spirituality relationships purpose and love in a way which is simple safe and understandable so i thank you for listening all right. What's up, my friends? I hope you are good wherever you are in the world. So here in Australia, it is our end of financial year. And I know for my American friends, um, that's not till the end of the year for them, but for us, it's the end of financial year. So for me, it's kind of like a New Year's, New Year's Eve period, right? Where we, you know, take a moment, we stop, we reflect. And look at the year that was pretty much like what you would do on the New Year's Eve, you know, New Year's time. And, you know, we look at the scoreboard, right? We look at the score of how our business uh, was run, how well we did, um, what we didn't do. And what me and Erica often do is we come together and obviously review the numbers with our accountant, um, you know, and pay what tax is due, (laughs) which there usually always is. Um, But it's also a time to sit down and reflect on the year and what were some of the things that worked for us, what didn't work, um, and obviously what we would like to plan for the new financial year and setting some of those targets and some of those budgets. Um, But this period would usually in the past be such a horrible time for me. Um, I remember back in the day when I was uh, first starting the gym and running gyms and had opened my business. And I would just dread this time of year. Um, And it would just bring so much shame to me because looking at the numbers and really seeing the truth of where the business was at, um, what was a very difficult task, right? And there was a whole bunch of emotions that would rise up for me. And I used to remember, you know, walking up to the accountant's office, you know, quite sheepishly with uh, my receipts and my, uh you know, all my financial and the financial details and handing them over to him and walking up this staircase to his office. And just really feeling like a piece of shit, right? Even before I knew what the numbers were. And, you know, he would bring me into his boardroom and he would sit me down and he'd be in his nice suit uh, suit and tie and beautifully polished shoes. He'd sit me down and he'd just look at me and be like, doesn't look good this year for you, mate. You know, and and I just, it was just kind of the news that I knew was coming and um, now was hearing it. And he'd open up the profit and loss statement and he'd go on to tell me about how much money I'd lost, how badly that we've done. And I just, I just remember it being such a terrible moment. And there were many of these moments, but I would just sit there just defeated, you know, just defeated because I couldn't really work out how to get this business going. I didn't know what I was doing wrong. And he would just sit to me and go, listen, mate, for the next financial year, you you just got to get your sales up. And I felt like well, that's that's what I'm trying to do, right? I'm trying to get my sales up, I'm trying to get more money to come in. I'm just, I'm just failing at this, and I would just end up walking back home with my tail between my legs, so to speak, and just, you know, face the next day going, all right, how are we going to turn this business around? What things are we going to do to make it different to get more people in? And I did that for so many years, and every year it come back around to that time of year and I would just look at the numbers knowing that they weren't going to be good again because we just couldn't get ourselves where we were and and we just I just found myself digging myself into deeper and deeper debt you know and I honestly to think about it now I don't know how how I lasted so long uh it's funny because I was looking at photos of me from that time and I just looked so tired and I'm, I was younger then right I'm older now so I was so tired I looked depressed. I looked, um, I just looked like I'd lost the passion. I'd lost the love for it. Um, and, and I, and I just, and I just remember feeling like I'm in such a hole and I don't know how to get myself out of it. And this is not what business was about or not, not the reasons why I got into business to start with. And so that was a really difficult time. I didn't know the way out of it. And then, you know, to cut a long story short, I, was blessed enough to be gifted a book called Profit First. Um, and it was a financial book. And And this is what I want to say about finances, right? My dad was an accountant, right? And there was a lot of shame around money for me growing up. Um, money was something that we didn't really talk about much. It was something that was... um. Yeah, it was hidden. We never, I never, you know. It, I remember my dad losing his job once, and he telling me while we were driving in the car, must have been about nine years old. He's like, "Whatever you do, don't tell anybody that I've lost my job." Um, so there's a there's a lot of kind of shame uh, and guilt around money and working and having an income and, and that whole kind of thing. And then as I grew up, you know, I, I traveled overseas and wasted a lot of money. I don't think it was a waste now, but, you know, I kind of went overseas without any money, came back with 20K debt. And my dad was just really disappointed in me because from his accounting brain, you know, you don't go off and do things uh, if you don't have the money for it, right? Pretty pretty simple from his standpoint. And, you know, I, I was really against him. And really angry at him for a long time. And it was because of that shame or that judgment that I felt over the de- choices and the decisions that I was making. So, you know, my, money was something that I just felt ha- I had a real difficult time. I had a really hard time getting, and then I had a real hard time holding on to. Um, and it was, like I said, and it's something that we never spoke about in, in, in our household. So, you know, I, I, I I, I usually, I spent most of my days, um, you know, before I started a business, reading financial magazines. I had this dream of being financially free, you know, and I, and I felt like not listening to my dad and my dad's advice, I would somehow understand the new way of doing things, becoming an entrepreneur and really breaking out of the cycle of the nine to five. I think that's what's my mission. And I think in the process, I just ended up spending and wasting a lot of money And look, in hindsight, I don't regret any of the mistakes I made because it was all part of my learning, my education and my growth. But I can, thinking about it back then in those days, I can really see how it was to show my dad that I was going to be successful or that I I had found out a better way or a smarter way of making money. You know, working smarter, not harder. And all my dad had done was work hard all his life, right? And I think that mentality drove me deeper and deeper into debt. And I think that's what led me to having such shame around my numbers. And as I got older and started my business, my dad was replaced with my accountant. That's what actually happened. And I, the same way I would approach my dad in that shameful way about the realities that I was in debt, I would face my accountant and go, you know, I'm in debt. And I'm a failure and and just, and just come with that kind of a attitude into that, that office. And that's the wrong relationship, right? Now, looking back in hindsight, that's the wrong relationship to have with an accountant. At the end of the day, he fucking works for me. And that's definitely how I treat my accountants now. I ask them all the goddamn questions. Back in the day, I would just be like, it's, this is my dad telling me off and I just need to do better next time. And that may be a whole nother podcast and a whole nother story. But the point I'm trying to drive here is that I I, I read the book Profit First. Um, and for anybody that's in business, I highly, highly recommend you read that book because that literally changed my knife, life in, rego- in regard into finances. But that's not what I want to talk about today. I don't want really to talk about finances and stuff. I just want to talk about the example of what I was doing with money and what that book kind of Profit First eventually led me to realize. And what I realized that was happening with my money wasn't the fact that I needed to make more money or more sales, which I mean, is definitely a part of a business. You need sales and you need money to come in. What I realized was the biggest problem with running my businesses and running my finances was the fact that I wasn't being honest with myself. I wasn't really looking at the numbers. I wasn't sitting with the realities of where the business was at. My focus was just on growing it and getting more people in. So my attention or my, um, yeah, my attention or awareness wasn't on looking at the problem or the root cause of the problem. It was just trying to find a fix for the problem. And the analogy is kind of like, you've got a boat and you're on the water and the boat's taking in water. There's holes in the boat, and I have a bucket. And what I'm doing is constantly shoveling water out of that boat at the at faster rate that I can, right? And that's a lot of hard work, and that's why I was exhausted because all I was doing was shoveling water out of a sinking boat instead of taking a step back and and dealing with the reality that there's a hole in the boat. And if I dealt with that reality that there's a hole in the boat, I would have been in a better place to then make a choice about doing something about the root cause of the problem, which was filling that hole. And filling that hole would mean that I would have to stop bucketing water out in the short term, which would mean the boat's going to start to fill up with water. But if I don't stop doing what I'm doing and, and, and address the actual problem and start focusing on filling that hole... I'm going to be forever on this hamster wheel. I'm never going to get out of it, right? Because the water's always going to come back in and there's always going to be water for me to bucket out. And I'm never going to get anywhere. I'm going to be stuck. I'm going to be trapped. And that's literally what I was doing with my finances. It wasn't that I needed more sales. I didn't need to work faster. I didn't need to work harder. I didn't need to get more sales. What I needed to do was address the root cause of the problem. And with my finances, the root cause of that particular problem was that I wasn't sitting with the realities of where that business was at. And I wasn't admitting to myself the problem that we were were having. When I look back at it, we were paying way too much in wages. I had a business partner that really wasn't doing much. The balance of, uh, time that we were both putting in the business wasn't equal. It wasn't balanced. I was killing myself in the business. He really wasn't doing much. We were both taking wages. We were both spending a lot of money on equipment, a lot of money on marketing, all these kind of things in my mind, because I was like, oh, that's what will grow the business. But every time we would increase the sales, we would continually be spending. As soon as money would come in, it's like, oh, we need a new bar. We need more weights. We need the newest machine. We need the next thing, right? Because I'm thinking if I keep doing that, that's what's going to keep the customers coming in. They're going to come in because there's newer equipment. There's better programs. There's more advanced whatever. You know, we've got to keep up with all the fitness trends. And anybody that's been in the fitness industry knows that there's fucking trends for days, right? (laughs) They come and go like the wind. And trying to stay up to date with all those things is, is a nightmare, right? And and will burn a, a massive hole in your pocket, which it was for us. And so the problem was I was not we – we were just spending money as, as much as we were getting it in. And that was leading us to get further and further into debt. And when I sat down with that reality and Profit First was that book that really – I, you know, I remember reading the first chapter of that book and like a, a shiver going down my spine because the way he was explaining what entrepreneurs do was exactly what I was doing, which was literally making decisions about my business based on my internet banking, right? So not looking at my numbers, just going, oh, there's money in the account. Let's spend it on this, right? I don't have any bills due in the next two weeks. Let's just spend that money. That's what was fucking me up. That was the root problem. That was a cause of all our problems. And when I read that book, and I dealt with the actual problem, which was the way that I was managing the money, that was the issue. It wasn't just what was coming in. It was also managing what was going out. And we, or me, I had no data. I had no boundaries. I had no guidelines to how we would spend money and no values on why we were purchasing things. We were just doing it because we thought we had to. If i was I was comparing myself to other other gyms and so we would just spend that money and once I sat with that and and the realities of the and actually did the numbers and looked at how much money we were spending on things, looked at our fixed expenses and looked at the money we were spending each month on variables, things that were not consistent every month like equipment, I was shocked. I was like, man, of course you can't get ahead because the minute you're getting any money coming in, you're spending it, right? So I applied the methods of profit first, which was to really tighten up my expenses and really focus on what was actually impacting the customer's experience and what they thought was important because half the stuff we were doing, I'm sure the customers didn't even care about, but we thought they did. And then that started me on a journey with putting some money in reserves. It also started me to get to plan for tax so that when the tax time came, I wasn't dealing with this massive tax debt. I actually had the money there. And I'm using this example of business and money and finances because I think we all do this in some area of our lives. And what I've been seeing, especially with a lot of the clients that I've been seeing lately, is that they also haven't been admitting the truth to the current reality of their situation and the issues for them may be their relationship it may be their marriage it may be their work you know their career it may be their finances it may be their goals it may be their health their weight right they're living in a world where they're not being honest. They're not really facing the reality of their current situation because it's painful. Sometimes it's too painful to admit that we've gone off track or that we failed. And so what we do is we avoid it and we justify it by focusing on things which are not really getting to the root cause of the problem. They're really focusing on the symptoms, right? So we may, if it's weight loss that we're trying to do, where killing ourselves at the gym. But really the issue is we're just not eating well. We're overeating, we're eating junk food, or we're restricting our calories. And then we're binge eating. But we're like, if I can increase the number of times that I work out, if I can go from four days to five days to six days, it'll I'll combat that problem. And it's like, the issue is you're eating, right? You have to address that. But we're not sometimes willing to do that when we don't sit with the reality that that's the problem. You know, in our marriages, I see it so many times in so many couples and with so many of the men that I coach, right? Many of them have known for a long time that something wasn't right in their marriage. The connection wasn't there. The love wasn't there. The intimacy is not there. They know these things, but instead they go and book a family holiday, Or they go have a date night. And they do these kind of superficial things without really addressing the root cause of the problem or or, or finding out what the root cause of the problem is. And for many of the men that I've coached with, it's meant that they've had to actually suck in their pride, find their wife, sit down in front of them, look into their eyes and actually communicate with them. And that communication starts by listening to what their wife has to say. It starts by them being vulnerable and opening up and not trying to talk over her and not trying to respond before she finishes what she's saying, but actually listening and communicating to get to the core of the problem. Because once you're at the core of the problem, once you can deal and sit with the reality of the situation and you can just allow that pain or discomfort that comes from the reality of where you're at pass through you, once you can allow that to to move through you, then you can actually come up with proper actions and solutions to the problem. You're going to be so much more effective. It's like me with the finances. Once I, had, I found out that the actual problem was me and not my sales, that it was the way I was managing things, and that was hard to take, right? Because like I said to you, I'd, be, I'd done so much study in finance. My dad was an accountant. I should know these things. But I didn't want to admit that I had failed. And so the failure perpetuates and it keeps going when really if I just assess the problem, take the appropriate action that would deal with the root cause of the problem, things would have been so much better and I might not have got myself into such a hole. Luckily for me, I was able to get that out, turn the business around. The gym is now highly profitable. We have no debt and I have a bunch of other businesses that I have with my wife which are all successfully profitable businesses. And now we business coach other businesses showing them how to do exactly that. And it's the same issue I'm finding. And so I don't regret the experience that I went through because learning that the hard way has now allowed me to help a bunch of businesses manage the profitability of their businesses so much better. So I'm thankful for the lesson. And it has allowed me to be more successful in the future. But if I had not taken the time to stop and just be honest with myself, I would have never got to that place. And so I put the question to you, what, what are you avoiding in your life? Where is there a problem and you know that there's a problem? But instead of actually dealing with it without having the hard conversation or admitting that there's a problem or, um, you know, sitting with that, the root cause, you're doing everything around it. You're justifying the problem or justifying your actions. Maybe you're blaming, maybe you're blaming your circumstances. Maybe you're saying, when this happens, then I will be able to, you know, that's a big killer. You know, once this happens, then I will be able to, once we get more sales, then this problem will be better. Leaving it to some point in the future. Check with yourself, when are you doing that? Where are you doing that? And is there an opportunity for you to just stop for a moment, stop the doing? Stop the action taking as if action's going to solve all your problems. Just stop and contemplate and admit to yourself where the real problem is. And if you don't know where the real problem is, maybe you need to get some help. Maybe you need to reach out to a friend or maybe someone that knows better or get a coach if that's your thing depending on what the problem is and get someone to give them their idea of what the problem is or the root cause is because sometimes we can't see what's in our in our blind side you know what what's we can't see what's what's really affecting us it's it's in the dark zone it's the in the unconscious sometimes we need someone that's outside of us that we trust to go hey bud your relationship's not working that doesn't sound like a happy marriage that doesn't sound like a really healthy diet plan or a health plan right you know, it sounds like you're not happy in your career, you know. So I think, I think this can be a really great opportunity for self-reflection and self-analysis. And you might just pull out a book and make some notes and go, wow, what is the real deep cause of my problem? And if, if I wasn't emotionally attached to this problem, how would I solve it? What actions would I take that would be different? You have the courage to do that. You have the courage to... Face your fears and face the root cause of your problems or at least find out and you allow something magical to happen. You allow actual growth to happen. You allow the lesson to be learned for why this situation is in your life right now because in everything that's happening, in every challenge, there's a lesson to be learned and you'll finally get to have that lesson and you're not going to prolong suffering because nothing is worse than a boat that's taking in water, and you're just working your ass off to get buckets of water out. It's exhausting. It's soul crushing and it gets you nowhere. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. If this episode has spurred something into you and you're ready to take the next step, I highly recommend that you book in a private coaching session with me. Yes, I am a men's coach, a meditation teacher, and a breathwork teacher. And I use these skills and techniques to help get the most out of the men that I work with. Whether it's a limiting belief, whether it's an area in your life that you're stuck. Um, I'm all about helping men live their life to their fullest ability. And you can do this if you go to my Instagram at Manfulness Men. Go to the link in my bio and click appointments there. And you can book a time for me and you to connect and to really work on making you the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So please tag me on Instagram at manfulnessmen, Hit me up, DM me. I would also love a review on wherever you've listened to. And please, please subscribe so that you can get more of my updates, more of my podcasts coming through. And if you feel, please share it with another man who you think could benefit from today's episode.